OMG, chips so good. Chinese stonks a turn in Canadian energy, a popping newsletter in the works. Python, the choice for automation. Stevie Skirsky continues, and we're getting close to the Spring Festival already because it's getting pretty quiet out there, folks. Tuesday, uh, February 6th, 2024. I'm Stephen Sersky, Canadian expat here in Beijing, China. And that uh, that little intro, that musical sort of uh, thing that you heard there, that is, I guess, officially the first attempt that I have had to create a theme song or an opening track for this year daily audio podcast. So uh, this podcast recorded daily, Monday to Friday, uh, posted up on uh, Spotify, Apple, Google. And of course, I tried to post it on my website, but... Um, the MP3s haven't been posting lately because I got to change providers. I've been thinking about it for a while. Uh, Bluehost is just not what it used to be. I haven't found a replacement. I'm actually thinking of offloading the MP3s onto a different website entirely and then having that sort of either CDN, like a cascading distributed network, I think it's what it's called, or simply being on a Google Drive somewhere else. And so you can download it from there. The whole point being that um, I want there to be several sort of areas where you can access this uh, uh, this podcast because I know you love hearing my sexy and scintillating voice each and every day, man. Or twenty to twenty five minutes of Steve. I mean, oh, what would you do without that? Uh, I can't think of enough things that you could do with your time. Well, I don't think this uh, podcast is intrusive, and I do try to. Be a little bit informative at sometimes. Relatable is what I was thinking. Uh, was it last week or a couple weeks? Uh, that uh, you know, this is very much my sort of audio schmoozings, musings, musings of what it's like to be an expat here in Beijing, China. And I, I know the if you're just tuning in, you're like, well, but you're not talking about like banging bitches and doing baijiu shots off of belly buttons or like. You know, are you eating dog or rice? I'm like, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's shockingly, we, uh, I didn't, I don't, I haven't in a very long time to any of that. Um, when did I have Baijiu last? A while ago. Belly button shots, not in a while. Banging bitches, uh, pretty much uh, no, no. And uh, yeah, no, not eating dog. No, we don't, uh, we don't do that. I did have pork today. So does that count? And this was actually a discussion uh, in the um, one of the groups that I'm in, you know, the whole sort of WTF, because South Korea ixnayed uh, the, uh, the dog eating as of 2027. So they got a few years to uh, uh, process that through. But I, I did throw out the questions like, well, wait a minute, like WTF, why is it that dog is not allowed? Uh, in India, cow is not allowed to be eaten. Uh, but here, I mean, in China, they eat just about anything and everything. Uh, and every morning, I'm not going to lie, uh, but not that I really do very much uh, on this podcast, uh, but every morning I get into uh, the elevator and you know what commercial I see. And if you live in China, you've no doubt seen this podcast, or sorry, this this commercial, where it is a field of little sheep, little baby lambs, and then there's a, a little girl eating what's meat like what type of meat and then the, then it seems to be her mother and she's also enjoying that meat and oh my god are they eating baby lamb well it sure seems like it is uh, like they are because uh that's what the commercial's about so why are you ixnaying dog eating but then you're allowed i mean 
commercials have a little girl singing and dancing about how she's eating baby lamb meat. Oh, we do live worlds apart, don't we? Oh my god, chips. Alright, so, uh, they say don't go to the store when you're hungry, and I agree with that because uh, uh, I was a bit nibbly uh, before. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, I don't normally work out after work, which usually gives me time to uh, get some other things done, and uh, usually I work out at lunch instead. However, today, especially... I uh, just continued working from right from morning throughout lunch. I was supposed to only have a half day. Then I got called in for another part of the uh, the, the day at the end of it, so like, like two o'clock or so like that. And, and as a result, I didn't do my midday workout because I'm like, oh, I'll do it later. Which, oh, Stevie, I should know that. I mean, that at forty something years old of age, whenever you say I'll do it later. Usually you won't. You should probably just do it now. Even if it's like 20 to 30 minutes, if it's not the best workout or the best whatever you're trying to do, just get it done. Likewise, with the stock trading, oh, it'll go. It could keep on going up. Sell. (laughs) Sell. Oh, God, it's going to keep on going down. Buy. Buy. Now, again, not financial advice. Check with your own people, your own financial whoever's. Don't take my word for it, but there have been times where those sort of thoughts, uh, oh, I could keep on going up, oh, it's not never going to stop falling, or I'll do it later, you know, I've, I've got time for both. I mean, yeah, you do, but only if you do it and not sit around watching Instagram horror videos or something like that, which, digression, WTF is Instagram allowing, showing, and promoting crash cams on their feet. Have you noticed this? I mean, I, I've i seen a few of them. They're kind of horrifying, and it's kind of like, why is this on Instagram? I thought Instagram was supposed to be a nice, clean place for people to play, but uh, apparently I just want to look at nice-looking CrossFit bodies, uh, not, not not people dying in car crashes, right? So I, I don't know why that's, uh, that's going on, but that seems to be uh, uh, pretty usual these days. So overall... Uh, Yeah, don't go to the store when you're hungry, and I did, and as a result, I bought some Doritos, some more Reasons, which are those chocolate uh, fudge thingies, and I was like, oh, this is such a terrible, terrible, terrible idea, but it's also such a good, good, good idea, because uh, I did enjoy that, and um, sadly, also, while I was in April Gourmet, I dropped my beer and spilled it all over the place. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm like, hi, ni hao, buhawis, diaola, pijo diaola. And they're like, oh yeah, did someone did someone spill a beer? Did someone drop a beer? I'm like, yes, yeah, someone did. Someone did. Here, you, you, you should scan this can too because, uh, yeah, that, that one's open already. <laughs> Oopsies. Oops, sorry, April Gourmet folks. I, I didn't mean to do that. It won't happen again this week. I promise. So uh, I did get some uh, Doritos Cool Ranch chips. Uh, the girlfriend said, don't buy these things anymore. The girlfriend actually said, don't buy. Because April Gourmet, they have these um, two-for-one bags. So that you, you buy two bags for the price of one. And they're these sort of English uh, kettle fried chips or whatever it is. And they're, they're good. I mean, they're usually it's, uh, I can't remember the brand name. Not Doritos. We don't normally get Doritos because those aren't normally on sale. There's another brand. Uh, not Vicky's or Mrs. Vicky's or whatever it is, but uh, 
there's some other brands that go on sale and uh, they're, they're good. I mean, they're, they're munchable, they're eatable, they're edible. Uh, I don't, I want to say I don't eat chips very often, but if they're here, they seem to disappear over time. Uh, not as fast as chocolate does, but uh, certainly um, they, they still disappear. Now you're, you're wondering, like, Steve, did you still like do your workout in uh, WTF? And I'm like, yeah, 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 I did. I actually, uh, morning walk, stretches this morning, uh, a little bit of an expedited routine because I was uh, under uh, a little bit of a time restraint, time constraint. Uh, and then I did do some mace bells, uh, mace swings, and uh, no kettlebell swings, just mace swings today. So uh, I, I did get it in. It's just the fact that when I went there, I was I went there to go get dinner because I wasn't going to buy Chinese takeout fast food stuff, which would have been high in calories and fat as well. I was like, I'll just go get some pork or some chicken from uh, the uh, the uh, the store, and uh, I'll cook that up with uh, the vegetables that I have. Uh, and so typically, what I do actually for like my homemade dinners, I have been I've been big on this kale thing, uh, kale salads and stuff. So kale, broccoli, carrots, radishes, uh, bell peppers, things like that. Uh, throwing some mustard, apple cider vinegar on top, and then uh, like this uh, Japanese roast sesame sauce as well fantastic cashews as well i did not put cashews in there today oops but then uh dropping some chicken or some pork on top of that and it's uh it's a fantastic meal it fills you up uh proper good and uh you can you can go all night you don't you don't feel snacky afterwards however the problem is like if you've had a couple beers or something like that you still feel snacky and uh, the issue is if, if that stuff is in your apartment that's where you're kind of like you're looking over in your your snack bag, your treat bag, and going, well, I could just have like half the bag. It's only, let me check how many calories are per 100 grams. Oh, well, I won't eat 100 grams. Well, sir, did you measure out 100 grams? Because if you didn't, chances are you ate 200, <laughs> just, to, just to make that uh, clear. But yeah, I did get the uh, Doritos Cool Ranch chips today. Haven't had them in a very long time. Uh, and so I was like, you know what? I, why not? I'll just, why not? Be, there's a saying, you know, if you just you let it, if you give into it, you do it. And this is uh, this is horrible to sort of promote because you, if you're thinking about chips, just have the fucking chips. Eat the chips, get it through your system. You can fall off the wagon once, but like then like tomorrow you're back onto it sort of thing. Now, the problem is, is like if you do that with uh, things like alcohol or I don't know, cocaine, or, not that I've ever done cocaine, smoking as well, another big one. That's sort of bad to recover from. Uh, although, I I mean, I personally haven't smoked in a very, very, very long time. I never smoked cigarettes. I smoked cigars for a while, but uh, uh, not nothing in a very long time. Drinking has been sort of the thing that has been difficult to get away from. Refined sugar, a lot of the, the, uh, the, the chocolates and stuff like that, that's been difficult to get away from. Uh, and after reading this book, The Power of Habit uh, by, oh, was it Dave Dool, I think it is? Uh, Mike Dougal, I can't remember, but uh, he, he talks about how you have to address the, uh, so there's a cue, like the, the trigger, the routine, and the reward. So the cue is like your trigger is like, oh, I go to the April Gourmet, I pick up, you know, I walk by a beer, even though it's like, I know where the beer is, uh, and I know where the, the, the discount chips are. How do you deal with the routine of getting some which for a while there, I was doing non-alcoholic beer, which I, I still do. I still have that here. Uh, and then the reward, like what is the reward of eating those chips? What is the reward of having that beer? 
And I'll tell you, it's hard to get away from that feeling of intoxication, of the fullness of uh, the beers uh, and of the, uh, of, the, of the chips. And that's something that going forward, I, I can see as not being a huge issue. Like, I don't think I have a problem or anything. That, I guess a lot of people say that. Um, I would like to say that I have cleaned up quite a bit over the last couple of years uh, through my own volition, not because like anything has happened. It's just simply, I mean, if I want to get some other things done, I have to be clear headed. I can't be sort of uh, muddled headed or fuzzy or fizzy or basically under the influence. I, 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 I got to have to, I have to be able to think and I can think when I'm sober and if I'm not, uh, if I've had a, a beer or two beers, it's it, it, like thinking, I know it sounds odd, but thinking becomes a little bit more difficult. And I sort of think, uh, I wonder, the, I guess the big challenge after a day of work, after putting in another two or three hours of like creative projects, even if I still, if I work out, so seven o'clock, eight o'clock, like at that point, I'm kind of going, oh, would it be nice to have, you know, a beer or a glass of wine or whatever, but how do you get away from that? So that that's one project that I'm going to be working on over the next little while. Not that I mean to burden you guys with that sort of uh, issue. Anyway, not a huge problem. Something I'm thinking about. And I've also noticed that a lot of people over the age of 40 seem to cut back on the alcohol intake after saying that they basically drank away their 20s and their early 30s and that they wish they had stopped earlier. And I am of that group. I can't lie. I, I can't even hide it. I was thinking actually of um, a lot of the, uh, the the kids. I know, I guess the early 20 year olds and stuff, the, the late teens, they're not drinking. They're not drinking. They're, I mean, maybe they're on social media or they want phones and stuff like that, but they're not imbibing. They're not, not as far as I know, they're not doing drugs, but maybe I don't get these messages. I, I don't know. And I'm not, I don't mean to sort of poke any hornet's nests or pot roasts <laughs> or, any, you know, hops pow i don't know hop hops fests i have no idea anyway so maybe i just don't get these messages but uh it doesn't seem like uh uh the next generation is as party hardy or party going as uh, the current generation yourself yours truly included chinese stocks turn wow so if there was ever sort of like a a time where I could have said, like, I told you so, this is going to happen. It would have been at 1030 this morning, uh, but that follows about a week or two weeks of being like, oof, did they turn now? Did they turn now? Or they turn now? Oh, oh, if this is not capitulation, then Monday's going to be worse. And Monday was worse. And then today turns. So we are three days away from Spring Festival where the uh, uh, the markets will close here in China for seven, for a full week, basically. Friday until... Uh, one more, like five days, all next week, they're closed. They won't open again until Monday. Let me check the date here. Monday, the 19th. So they're not Monday, uh, February 19th is when the uh, Chinese stock market reopens after spring festival. And I suspect after watching today's price action, uh, Tonghua Shun, the, uh, the stock, uh, the securities company, uh, Qingdao Pijo, the beer company, uh, and a lot of other companies. There just seemed to be a pop at 10.30. Now, of course, I go to finviz.com to check out the uh, the news headlines because that's sometimes all you got to read. 
And uh, sure enough, there's some sort of meeting with Xi Jinping today, which is the you know, the current leader of, uh, of of China. And uh, they're saying, oh, he, he or they or the government or whoever is going to step in and help bolster the markets. Now, yesterday I mentioned, you know, when this isn't unique to China, that uh, when things are bad, they release bad news. Because if it's bad, you're going to just pour Pour, pour some, uh, was it, uh, fuel on the fire and let it burn. Oh, let's uh, release some more information. Let's just see how far we can go. There's also another maxim, uh, stock market maxim, uh, that uh, if you think a stock is cheap, try to buy it 30% cheaper. And that has stuck with my mind. Every time that I've sort of thought, oh, that's a bottom, I, f- I calculate what is a 30% cheaper price for that stock. And could I get it? You, you can put a bid in there and see what you know what you get. Bid is like sort of the your your price that you're willing to buy at. 30% cheaper. And typically, when you see capitulation, like when I whenever I've talked about capitulation, capitulation is usually about 30% cheaper than whatever. It's not always 30%, but it's it's a significant chunk. Like it, it takes the price of whatever asset you're looking at, stocks or ETFs, and it reduces it to its sort of last major support area. That's your capitulation. We're just it goes like I did not think it was going to hit that price level again and it does. That's capitulation. That's typically when you uh, start nibbling as they say. I hate that word when they talk about nibbling at stocks. You don't nibble at stocks. You get you can't eat them. If you can't eat them, you're not nibbling, okay? You just you start buying a, a few, buying a couple of shares or couple hundred shares or whatever. So Chinese stocks are turning. Canadian energy also popping today. I see precision drilling is up uh, 10 or 20, uh, 10, 15% or something that crazy. Same with the uh, YINN, which is the uh, Chinese leverage ETF that I'm uh, following for a while. And yeah, it's uh, kind of crazy. I'm not sure if they are related. They could be. Who knows? Uh, precision drilling is this uh, Canadian uh, pipeline company that I've been following for a while. And yeah, I'm looking at here, it's up 7% right now, up to 86.92. We were buying middle of December between 72 and 78 dollars. So doing nice on that one. Typically, actually, if um something like this happens where a stock pops, depending on the overall seasonality, so the time of the year, price action, whether or not it's going in an uptrend or a downtrend, uh, this one actually looks like it's sort of broken out of the downtrend that it has uh if you ever see a sort of a big pop like this one thing that people do there's there's two things number one uh if you have a 20 percent profit sell that's that's seems to be a a well-known sort of uh maxim the other thing is that if there is a huge gap up or so there's a, a gap between yesterday's price and today's price and if it's up or down but typically up if it's up you buy or sell Sorry. So if you, if it gaps up, you sell half. So if you have 200 shares, you sell 100 shares. And that way you're playing with market money, or at least you have some money taken from the market. Likewise, if it drops, um, if it gaps down, you might buy a half position. So if your your goal is to own, uh, whether it was 1,000 shares or 200 shares, you buy 100 shares or maybe even 50. You, you, that's, you nibble. You buy some. You, 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 you sort of dip your toe in the water, you buy some stock, you buy some shares, 50 shares or whatever it is, just so you, so the presence of the stock in your trading account is enough 
to make you pay attention each and every day that the market is open. That's the idea behind sort of uh, getting some, uh, you know, entering into a position with a, a company or a share. But likewise, um, if a stock pops up and it gaps up, you have some money on the table, you can take some, you can sell some, sell half, go buy yourself a sandwich and put the others in the, some government treasury bonds or something like that, treasury bills, so you can't lose it as fast as you uh, can in the stock market, basically. So there you go. Uh, newsletter is in the works. I was trying to work on it. It just was not happening today. I was thinking about it, but there's a few other things I want to get done. Stevie Skirsky is live and well on YouTube, so you can find that at S-T-V-S-K-R-S-K-I. Basically remove all the vowels from my name and you get my uh, the new YouTube handle, new channel. Been uh, publishing each and every day. Been having fun with it. Uh, I like the idea of it. I am aiming for 365 tracks, if not 400 tracks, throughout the next year on this channel. So we'll see if we hit it. I have no idea. Seems like very excessive goal to have, but uh, certainly something worth... Uh, well, we'll try it. We'll see. From here until next year, what could happen? WTF, don't know. But uh, that's also another reason why the newsletter wasn't uh, finished just yet. Python, choice for automation. So been talking about Python and automation on and off for a little while. Talking about a, lot, a lot about automation. I will talk about this a little bit more uh, going forward because it's. Yeah, I had a conversation with a, a buddy of mine back in my hometown. Uh, and uh, it was good to get some numbers from him in terms of, hey, how long would it take you to do something like what I'm trying to do? And he, he gave me some pretty big numbers. He's like, you know, automating this and that. I mean, for me, it would probably take me two or three, four days, maybe four days. You know, how long would he be able to code for at one time if it was just coding four or five hours? I'm sitting there going, okay, so this professional, because he's, he's an IT tech guy. If it's going to, if he can only do four or five hours of coding, then there's no way in hell that I should be thinking that I could do two or three hours of coding and be mentally sane. Likewise, if it takes him four out four days to make a program that actually works like a functioning uh, automation uh, program, macro or whatever, then I mean, I shouldn't be holding it against myself if after four days, I don't get it. So <laughs> I asked him, uh, dude, so like, uh, how long do you think it's going to take me to code this or to create this workflow? He's like, oh, probably a couple of weeks. Like, fuck's sakes, are you kidding me? So I can't have it done by lunch? He's like, uh, no, you won't. Uh, and which was actually very good because uh, sometimes, you know, uh, buddies can be a little bit, well, yeah, if you try, like, no, it's like, no, you you can't do that by lunch. It, it's like, I, I could try to get it done for lunch if I was, you know, under the gun and I actually needed it to be done by lunch, probably could make something work. But you, like, you haven't, you don't do this stuff on a regular, you're not, into all the tools and everything, it's it's tough because it's not just the coding, it's not just the workflow. It's like, do you understand the concepts that you're trying to execute in step-by-step -step code? Do you know what you want to do? And do you know how to get that done? So with that, it's like, well, I know I want these these files to be combined. He's like, yes, but he wasn't even saying this, but his, his implication was that Yes, you want those files to be created or to be combined, but do you know how? Do you know how you want them to be combined? You have a template, okay? You have these four different keywords that you can search in the text edit file. 
How do you search for those? Do you know how you want those files, to, those uh, keywords to be searched for and replaced the text replacement function? Do you know how you want that to be done? If you don't know, if you can't map that out, then you can't hold it against yourself that you're not able to get these programs written in a short period of time because it, it does take time to figure out not just what you want, what the programs and the computers are able to do. It's great to think that you can get everything automated, which he was like, yeah, everything can be automated. He says, he says, but whether or not I could get it automated or he could get it automated in a short period of time or someone would want it to be automated rather than just doing it themselves sort of thing. That's a, that's a question that you do need to ask as well. All right. So uh, I will talk about automation a little bit more as uh, I um, build my program to uh, automate the workflow of Stevie Skirsky and the whole wonderful world of Skirsky-ness that seems to be expanding each and every day, which is great. It's fun. It's awesome. I love it. Um, it's Interesting. It's interesting to think. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if one day this could ever be my job. If it, if I would want it to be my job, if it would be, and if it was my job, how would I react to things not working, the network not working? Because if it's my job, then it's all my fault. It's all my problem. And with that, folks, I'll leave it there. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks are available on my website, stevenskirsky.com. And of course, check out Stevie Skirsky on YouTube. That's where I have all the creative audio that I've been publishing for the last couple of days and a couple of, well, not the last couple of months, but that's also on Bandcamp. So YouTube and Bandcamp, Stevie Skirsky is where it's at. Thank you very much. We'll do this again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.